Ramble. Hey now, hey now, welcome to Guilty Pleasures, <laughs> the podcast that dreams are made of. Do it. <laughs> Today we're talking about the Lizzie McGuire movie. We're going to be joined by Elle Mills. It's an exciting day. I'm Zach Kornfeld. Joining me as always, Kelsey Dara and Garrett Hi. Bernard. How y'all feeling? I'm so excited. I, I... I've already said hi to Elle because she's off the screen. She hasn't popped up yet, but I'm <laughs> such a big fan of hers and she's she's like a, a film artiste in my mind. So the fact, like whatever she picks, I'm here for. So be prepared for me to just be agreeing 100% whatever the fuck <laughs> you, she says goes. You're only going to love this movie. Yeah. If Elle loves it, I love it. Elle bought sweatpants and cargo shorts or whatever that quote is so i bought navy pants and flip-flops <laughs> did i say that i'm right? curious garrick before this movie had you seen <laughs> anything lizzie mcguire before N- nothing lizzie mcguire at all i'm more of a, a cartoon network guy so i didn't even know any of the characters outside of like uh what's her name lizzie uh lizzie? So <laughs> outside of lizzie mcguire yeah the the, the titular role well, let's not delay any longer. Let's welcome in our guest. You know her from her YouTube channel, Elle of the Mills, and her upcoming show that premieres this week, Crazy Stupid Fangirls. Please welcome what? Elle Mills. Hello, yeah. Elle. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Elle Mills. Elle Mills. No. Elle Mills. I've been getting gassed up too much. I, this is a <laughs> podcast for that. We only want people to feel good here. Yeah. Elle, yeah, yeah, I have yeah. a funny thing to tell you. I have been watching you since like day one like i remember when um the green brothers were like tweeting about you and i was like who is this? i gotta look at this person who is this person and then i became such a fan i watched all your content and then one year at vidcon i was in the elevator by myself and you came in the elevator by no, yourself shut the fuck up i also <gasps> have an embarrassing myself at vidcon l mill story no, this is too no. much <laughs> i literally like i put my sunglasses on in the elevator i like put my sunglasses on in the elevator and like pretended to be on my phone and just let the moment pass and nine ninety 99.9 sure we both were um not sober <laughs> probably one thousand percent so Wait, you i didn't was say like hi? No, fucking you! Like, you you were the hot new fucking it no. bitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were the it bitch, L. You, you were the, were the Lizzie McGuire no. of my world in that moment, and <laughs> you were the Isabella it. VidCon. <laughs> I love that. Wait, what's your embarrassing story, Zach? I don't fully remember the details, but I remember that that I asked Lord DIY, our former guest, to introduce me to L. And, and then she friend. didn't really buddy me up. She like didn't. And, and I just, I, I remember talking about chicken fingers and not being Wait, very yes. Charming. No, you were. You killed it. I remember the chicken fingers. <laughs> it was <laughs> you at the party, never right? Forget. Rick, you, Rick, you appreciate like well-told stories. And I feel yeah. like you would like Elle's content because she's not like what you think a regular. She's like the Stephen Cantor of like YouTube. That's a okay. way inside baseball reference for all yeah. you experts. <laughs> but people know. People but know. When we worked know. together at BuzzFeed, Stephen Cantor was the guy. L. Mills is the guy. If you're not familiar with L's channel, it's very. Uh, <laughs> it feels like very John Hughes to me at times. Lots of cinematic okay. references built into her channel. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm really excited to hear about the cinematic influence of all cinematic mm-hmm. influences in your life. What is the movie you brought to us today? 
the movie I've brought to you guys is the Lizzie McGuire movie. Now, hear me out. Listen, I know it's not perfect, but it is everything I love with about film. <laughs> yeah. Wait, this is yeah. not so, okay. Whoa. Listen, I think I have good taste in film, but yes. this I I mean, I actually like I had to rewatch it last night and I was like, I haven't I've like I know it off by heart. But I was like, I want a new perspective on it. So I took two edibles mm. and I watched okay. that. And honestly, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. it made it so much better. Um, of course. Yes. No, yeah. It's, I literally was, I watched it with a friend and I was so, I was yelling at her. I'm like, this film is fucking amazing. And I stand by that. <laughs> oh and that's why God. I was like, I'm so ready to go. Anyways, love this film. <laughs> oh, fuck. We love that enthusiasm. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. <laughs> In case anyone has not had the pleasure of going to Rome with Lizzie, let me hit you with a quick synopsis. Following the hit TV show and her middle school graduation, Lizzie McGuire heads off to Rome on a school summer trip with her best platonic guy pal Gordo and mean future principal Miss Ungermeyer. There she meets the super hot Italian pop star Paolo Valoseri. And what's this? <laughs> Lizzie looks exactly like his bandmate and ex-girlfriend Isabella. Paolo oh convinces Lizzie to fill in for Isabella at a big concert, and they fall in love across Rome. But in a climax to remember, spoilers, it oh turns God. out that Paolo is trying to tank Isabella's career by revealing her to be a lip syncer when in fact it's Paolo who's the terrible singer. Isabella saves the day, Lizzie McGuire sings her heart out, and Gordo gets a little smoocheroo for being a Woo! homie. This is the Lizzie McGuire movie. Wow. Uh, I don't think Drama. Zach had enough hand motions in that. Uh, very <laughs> Italian. You gotta be, you gotta speak Isabella. with your hands more. Isabella. Yes. Honestly, that that act three or the climactic tw plot twist mm -hmm. had me just the way Crossroads did. Y'all remember that <laughs> okay. being the best plot twist of all time? All this right. was up there. And I'd seen yeah. this before. I just forgot everything about it. You forgot. How do you forget that the How? the third act is the whole movie? That's it. Right. Mm -hmm. I right. don't remember I a single thing except for her on that Vespa in the trailer going like this. <laughs> saying you forget the end of this movie is like saying you you forgot that the Sixth Sense was about Bruce Willis. Never saw uh, it. I'm afraid to spoil it. Weirdly, I don't yeah. know why. No, you had so long to watch it. He's dead, yeah. and and he's seen ghosts. Like, let's relax, guys. It's like Luke is his father. He sees dead people. Fucking yeah. uh, Paolo is sabotaging Isabella. So, El, this show is going to be uh, separated into our pleasures, the things that we loved, and the mm -hmm. guilts, the things that maybe uh, don't hold up as well, the things that make us go, huh? But uh, you spoke a little bit about why you love this movie. Before we jump into some of the pleasures, like, what is your connection to it? I know you've seen this uh, more times than I can count. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I've... Because this movie came out when I was five. So uh, I literally have, <coughs> like, no memories from before this uh, film. <laughs> I think dust just came out of my mouth. <laughs> 
uh, where, uh, get that honey honey break where's my honey we need a honey break i got these lollipops now they're like they're like cold my god bubbles. wait may i ask um how old yeah. are you guys 2003 <laughs> how, dare you? how dare you i am the first 1990 so I still huh. feel like I can say I'm a 90s baby because I. Are we all 1990? Yeah. Uh, 91, but sure. Oh ba- no! Baby Garrick, Baby Garrick, yeah. little baby. So wow, you've you've literally only lived in a Lizzie McGuire experience. Did you watch the yeah. show, or you just like only knew? No, I definitely watched the show, um, but I feel like it must have been like reruns by the time yeah. I was like, yeah. yeah so no, I, but I definitely watched the show. But I will say I was more of a fan of the movie than the show. Ooh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I, I would agree there because <laughs> I'm a fuck. Would you just, agree there, Gary? <laughs> I would agree there. I mean, because I've only seen one, and I've seen like little snippets of the Lizzie McGuire show, and I'm just uh, like, all right, cool. This is not for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. love that. So I'll go yeah. on and and move on with my life. And then I saw the. I've seen the movie. This is my second time seeing it. So I <laughs> saw the movie. That's surprising. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's almost like, oh my God, Garrick, you had a girlfriend at some point? Ouch. <laughs> that, that's what's surprising, is I don't believe that could have Disrespectful. happened to you. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is my second time watching it, and it it brings in all of like the cohesiveness of the show in just like an mm-hmm. hour and a half watch, and I'd rather that over anything. No, I agree. Honestly. For sure. It is. And like the, the show is kind of like Ally McBeal, Ally McBeal for kids, Thank and this, yeah. it, it takes it on more of a... An adventure. Uh, why don't we yeah. dive into some pleasures? Uh, the whole movie. The, whole, like, <laughs> the entire movie. Everything about the movie. Wow. <laughs> wow, you love it. I love it. I love this so much. Because it's, yeah, it's going back. Like, you brought up John Hughes. But it was, like, that whole, like, vibe of, like, very 90s. And you were five when this happened. But, like... <laughs> You know, Blank Check and like Jungle to Jungle and all of those yes. movies. Oh, it felt a lot like those. And I was just like, yeah. oh, fuck, I forgot about that style of like filmmaking um, and and scores. Like, Jesus Christ, I forgot. Yeah, it's it's one of the <laughs> one of the better scores of yeah. any of the movies that we've got we've gotten into. Dude, literally the score. I was just I remember watching it last night. I was just like, this score and the soundtrack makes yeah. the film. The film is so yeah. good because of it. it. It's like an easy watch because of the score. It like Ooh. I feel so passionate about this. I literally have the soundtrack on vinyl. Like oh, no, oh my god I, no, I no that's good that's no. good ass like study music or like just she I need to concentrate the music Maguire soundtrack on vinyl yeah it what? Is, like, <laughs> what year is it how many of those yeah. could even be in existence yeah um, literally they let uh, um, Urban Outfitters like did like a resell oh, of course of it, so oh, fuck mm, this is I some shit that. Urban Outfitters would have taken like popularity and recycled <laughs> yeah. it because one of my pleasures was definitely the soundtrack but also the fucking fashion like <laughs> yeah. I am someone yeah. who loved the show I would watch I'd come home every day after school and Lizzie McGuire was on and like her platform sandals do you know how ahead of its time she was like the choker the hair clips the mm-hmm. rubber bands like that whole show in general but i feel like they took it up a notch because mm-hmm. she was going to rome she they was going to europa uh-huh. yeah, but for the story she was like growing as a woman and so mm-hmm. was her fashion i'd have to say especially with any kind of like fedora bucket hat i think if yeah. you played this today gen zers would think it was happening today just based on the fashion alone 
Fair. I tried to clock a couple of her outfits. I know she had a ruffled striped button down with a, mm. wearing a butterfly clip in her hair. I was also, this is one thing that weirded me out. So the opening scene is like her changing and you get like that classic, again, this is so 90s movie, even though this was in the 2000s of just her, we introduce a character by her singing in the mirror. It's like, yeah. it's so, but then it's like, mm-hmm. we're watching her brother, brother spy on her. And I'm like, is her brother spying on her changing? Yeah, that was a big deal. Like, God, I hope not. Yeah. Well, yeah. Little perv. We Sorry to bring it there. That's just, it, it weirded me out. I know. You had to hit us with a gill right off the top. Yeah. Well, this movie is like my favorite subgenre of oh. movies from my childhood. It's, I am such a sucker for white children exploring Europe. It's like this. <laughs> okay, okay. Mary and Ashley. No. <laughs> the president's daughter. Um, this one. Passport to Paris. Oh, uh, London yeah. calling. Like, yeah. it's oh just, there's something the so okay. innocent. Rick is pissed, I can tell. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not pissed. I'm just like, <laughs> yo, that's bad parenting. Every time, because <laughs> mm-hmm. she she graduated middle school and her parents, I couldn't. I couldn't sleep over a kid's house until like, you know. Wait, this was middle school graduation? This yeah, was like middle was. school graduation. And she was just like, yeah, what? I'm gonna go. So, okay, okay. So like, let's just, let's just take it apart. How old do you think she was when they were filming this movie, Kelsey? I don't fucking know. I thought she was in high school. I thought this was a high school <laughs> graduation trip, not a middle Elle, do school. You hit us? Do you know how old she yeah. is? She was 16. Wow. But she literally looks like she's in her 20s. It's insane. Yeah. I actually it's don't wild. understand. It's insane. Guys, in middle school trips, we were taking so much ecstasy that we were throwing up <laughs> Gatorade at Disney World. We would have never survived oh two weeks in Europe. Are they oh out God. of their mind? Those children are way too young. No wonder she to... ended up on a fucking stage in the middle okay. of a, the Coliseum. I need to remind our audience as well as you that you grew up in Florida, which oh, is yeah. a different world. That is not mm, what middle yeah. schoolers do <laughs> anywhere You guys else. weren't snorting Roxy's off the back of the toilet in chemistry class? Okay. How are you alive? I don't yeah, know. Right. Nine lives. I'm like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I think that somebody watched this movie and they're like man what if this trip went horribly horribly wrong and then her dad had a particular set of skills that he had to go out and find his daughter and like you know beat the shit out of a small village of people it's taken it's taken it's it is the that that move the prequel to taken where wow. she just goes back and she's like okay well i'm gonna you know, I'm going to go out and follow this band, but this time I'm going to do it in Paris. And Ooh. then she was like, oh, I remember Apollo. I can trust everybody in this city. <laughs> <laughs> and then she gets it's sold into slavery. Like, and that's... Mm. Um, speaking of another plash, another splash, another pleasure is uh, the hybrid of animation versus live action is done so well. Yes. Where like... Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. that's what they're trying to accomplish now in TV and aren't able to get it. Like this to me felt like the original flea bag where it's like straight mm. to, to, to fucking to camera, camera inner yeah. monologue moments. I, I wish there was more of that in this. But if you do like animation mm. stuff now, it, it only works with a, a middle schooler. If you did it with like an adult person, it, you would be like, all right, why is this animated person? Like, they, there was this um, show, Imaginary Mary, where they, she had, like, an imaginary friend, and she was an adult, and she kept on, like, 
referring to it as if it was her conscience and it just didn't work because it's just like why is this grown-ass adult talking to this stuffed animal man ain't never nobody had to take wellbutrin or fucking lamictal okay get off your fucking high horse all right yeah sometimes sometimes adults have imaginary friends yeah the the trope works when she's in middle school if she's if lizzie mcguire is still doing this after college you're like oh she is having a psychotic oh she has a problem she's having a (laughs) we need to get lizzie some help but weren't right. they supposed to do the grown version of this and then they canceled it because Lizzie was like, if she's not doing grown girl shit, I don't want to do it. Yeah. <sighs> I feel like, Elle, you probably Duff. have the tea on that. Uh, yeah, no, that's you, that's exactly it. Hillary Duff was like, I guess like there were just like creative differences and I feel like the original creator left and then... Oh, that was it. Uh, yeah. Were you devastated or were you like, don't oh, bring back? Oh, really? Yeah. You Okay. I was yeah. so excited. I don't know. I just like, I would love to, I just love reboots, uh, especially ones <laughs> I'm like, Lizzie McGuire, absolutely. Um, oh my God. <laughs> but I mean, I respect it. Yeah. If it yeah. wasn't going to be the best it could be, like, yeah. I mean, they, they would have had to top the movie, right? Like, we would have had to start with mm-hmm. what happened after she became an international success question. Yeah. Did she? <laughs> there was no, like, post-credit sequence. I don't know what happened to her. I, two Halloweens ago, went mm-hmm. to a TikTok Halloween party. I Lucky. felt very out of place. And in the shuttle driving back, I was in the van with none other than Lizzie's younger brother himself, Jake <gasps> Thomas. And he was dressed up like Ace Ventura, which when I watched this movie, I'm like, oh, you just want to yeah. be Jim Carrey more than yeah. anything yeah. So on bad. the planet. Yeah. Uh, but he was talking exclusively about this show and uh, how excited they were. And um, oh. had no idea who I was and did not care to ask. Damn. Well, you would think he's our age, right? Or at least Elle's age. Well, you would think yeah. like. Uh, one one pleasure that we were texting about before. Oh, yes. Miss, my favorite. Miss Ungermeyer. Oh, yes. A performance. My God. Mm-hmm. Her and that front desk guy exudes similar energy. And I texted Zach and I was like, where do I know her from? She's genius. And Zach was like. Everywhere. It's, Miss motherfucking Maisel. And I was like, she stays good. She's been good. We just discovered her. That character she played, this was one side character that, you know, you could technically say without her, the plot would have moved forward. It could have been still a great movie. But I strongly feel like if that character was not there, this would not have been as good of a movie. She had the best Mm -hmm. one-liners. She was such Mm -hmm. like a strong female leader. And she was so... You fucking knew that lady. You fucking knew that lady, whether she was your guidance counselor or your motherfucking camp counselor or the fucking bitch who took you on your eighth grade trip to Washington, D.C. that you didn't get to go to because you had mono. It's fine. Um, That's personal. You know her. We struck a chord. No, it's fine. It's like I got mono once and then I had fucking strep throat twice a year every year until I finally got Mm -hmm. my tonsils out when I was 17. But that's not why we're here. Elle, I'm curious. You know, you talk about like (laughs) loving this movie. Are there any scenes that you take inspiration from? Like, is there any that you have tried to emulate? Honestly, yeah. yeah. No, what? I actually, I've used a couple of things. So I've, I've like, I really like the intro. Like we've talked about this, like the, that was from the, the perspective of the toy car. So I've used that like as mm. like going through, like as an intro of one of my videos. I loved um, the music, the score. I've literally t- used the score um, in a lot of <laughs> You a music hoe. Yeah, and also the um, I actually because I did a video where I um, 
tried to watch the Lizzie McGuire movie as m- many times as I could um, straight back to back. No, um, so what? I, yeah. And so I made it like Lizzie McGuire themed. And so I got um, an animator to make a, like a Lizzie McGuire version of me and like what? cut into it. That's really cool. Yeah, no. And so like I definitely pulled inspiration from it for sure. I, I love this film. So like the just I think everything like there's so many. I know, great little things I've used, like, not just for the Lizzie McGuire movie, but, like, for other videos as well. This was a recent <laughs> vid, no? Um, Yeah, I feel like last year. Yeah, like 20, year right now? before pandemic. Yes. Oh, wow. uh, yes, we forgot what joy was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pre-pandemic was, like, a, a different time, like a different centurion yeah. or whatever the fuck. Um, can I say, though, that, like, the writing was probably my favorite pleasure because mm-hmm. as cheesy as it was i do think this writing works for everybody like yeah if you're mm-hmm. a parent that had to take your kid to see this or if you're like an older sister or brother who's like too cool you still had fun like yes yeah. there were some cheesy like kind of cringeworthy moments but that it was just such a pleasure. My favorite line, my favorite joke of the whole movie was when uh, Miss Maisel is handing out rooms and she's like, uh, Ethan, you're 103 with Gordon. And he goes, are those French numbers or American numbers? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Room 103. I just couldn't believe, like, I mean, it was clocking it like the first half, like, I was laughing out loud and I couldn't yeah. believe how many zingers they got me with. Another yeah. what the the guy that you're re- referencing, I, I forget his name, the um like the hot guy. Ethan Craft. <laughs> Ethan Craft. One of his quotes was he looks at a, a statue and he goes, Whoa, this dude spent way too much time on his biceps and not as his not on his abs. Old school. <laughs> and it's like it's so funny. <laughs> it really is. It's underrated mm. for comedy. Yeah. It's jokey. It's supposed yeah. to be like coming of age like white girl in Europe but like I think it's just a straight up comedy yeah I love that everybody was just so all of the uh, middle schoolers were just so like awkward and like weird in a way where it was just kind of real heartwarming (laughs) and not real but you know like it was they weren't like playing up the fact that they were middle schoolers like Mm. and going through that awkward phase but they were just playing up the audience that they were aiming for and mm-hmm. those two like kind of blended in a really nice mm-hmm. way where everybody's kind of over the top um even the adult characters yeah. what, my guy with the, uh, wrestling with the umbrella behind uh, the um physical comedy behind the desk love it. yeah mm-hmm. physical comedy i miss physical comedy i miss big facial expressions mm-hmm. like oh my god do it yeah, but, you know but rick if this came out now people would rip it the fuck apart because there just isn't like feel good for feel yeah. good sake movies anymore. I don't know. I think I feel like the way the way that like Ted Lasso could like bring uh, where it's just like good reference. pure pleasantry and Paddington and all of it. Yeah, it's just joy. Mm. It's just a joy mm. to watch. So maybe it could have done fine, especially now during the pandemic where everybody's just Wants wildly depressed. Good. <laughs> so yeah i i kind of needed this I, ne- I needed to watch this movie okay wait i have a burning question that i just oh. remembered yeah. what where's miranda in this one i know they said she was in mexico city but why let's get into I, it it's, it's a real shame to me movie i don't know why do, do you know l i mean like i didn't really understand why like i didn't get get 
I, I, I looked it up last night because we were like, I was talking to my friend and she's like, why is Miranda not in this? I'm like, I, I feel like something happened like with the actress. But like, <gasps> to be honest, no this is just a side note. I think it's better without her. <gasps> oh! I, know. I don't even know. I don't even know who Miranda is. I really do. Oh, I stand by take. that because... Because I think the the enemies to friends plotline spiced it up. You it know? worked. It would have been boring mm-hmm. with her. I exactly. Fucking, oh shit! And you know what? I didn't miss her because the fact that I just now remembered she wasn't in mm-hmm. this just goes yeah. to show. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Exactly. Who is Miranda? <laughs> I would love to. I would love to know. <laughs> it's like the third character. You know how in like Sex in the City, it's like the four girls. It would yeah. be like if one of them just didn't go in the movie. Mm-hmm. And you'd Which be like, in the what Sex and the, the City reboot okay. is what is happening hilariously. Yeah, because control. But wait, Zach, do you know why? Yeah, so Garrick, in the original show, there's Lizzie, her best friend Gordo, and her best friend Miranda. And Miranda's like okay. the courageous one. She kind of sticks up. She's a little offbeat yeah. and quirky. Yes, I watched mm-hmm. the pilot Im- immediately after mm-hmm. watching this movie. Um, and... She was played by an actress named Lelaine, and Lelaine wanted to uh, pursue a music career. So, mm. so I, she I, just so she, did. She leave the. Okay, so is this after the show? The show is done filming after. No, this? I think she wasn't or, in the like the last six episodes. What, from what I read. Oh, oh shit, God. that's deeper Damn. than we. That's deeper than done. their PR. Okay, is I got on. more. I got more, and it's we're, we're gonna we're gonna crawl back out of this because it gets a little real for a second. But oh shit, uh, yet. Yeah, the movie's middle school graduation, and then there are some episodes that take pl- that were released after, even though they take place before, right? Okay, so that's why, like, Lelaine kind of disappears. But uh, uh. the actress had a post uh, about two years ago where she <gasps> kind of bemoaned looking back at her childhood and feeling like she had, I think she's a uh, half Filipino actress, and she felt this pressure to appear white. Uh, and like oh, Disney uh, Caucasified her and it was Classic. a real point of pain for her um, so I have a feeling that there's some of that involved I cannot speak for her I am mm. going off of one Daily Mail article that I read based on an Instagram post oh well then post. you know it's the truth <laughs> the Instagram post <laughs> okay. has since been deleted um, but oh. yeah I, mi- I, I did miss her in this movie I think that she's a fun character I have no idea where she mm. would have gone mm. yeah me neither. She would have ruined everything. She would have been like tagging along. She yeah. would have been like talking. Like she would have seen pa- Paolo's true intentions too early on. Mildly. And like they would have lost the Isabella character, which like this it kind of goes back to pleasure. It's like my favorite part of this whole movie was that as soon as Lizzie sees Isabella for the first time on the billboard that she like looks identical to an Italian superstar, her first thought isn't like, Oh my God, maybe my long lost twin or like is something (laughs) more like sinister going on with my family. Instead, she's like, how can I help this boy? Like she's so, so innocent that that thought that maybe like her mother fucked an Italian man and like father (laughs) twins, like parent traps. Like it never even crossed her mind. That movie I would also watch though. Like her trying to Mm -hmm. track down her Mm -hmm bastard sister mm-hmm. it turns but, out um, her mom got knocked up by a italian lover on a vacation like during their honeymoon <laughs> exactly this is this is like a weird occurrence that I, that always happens for anybody when you're watching an older movie is that you find so many similarities with a movie that you love and i <laughs> i realize this is fucking spider-man far from home 
It's the same <laughs> plot line, just with Spider-Man. <laughs> instead of, oh my god. Instead of a, a little cartoon person, where he, or or somebody else that looks just like him, um, where he has to go off and like sneak away to to do Spider-Man stuff and mm. then come back. I thought yeah. it was I'm Hannah like, Montana. I thought that was the comparison everyone says. It's like Hannah Montana. I also never watched Hannah Montana. Not one. Not a single episode. Really. Yeah. Wait, but Garrick, you're so right because like Jake Gyllenhaal is like the mm-hmm. nice, charming guy who he right. falls in love with, who quote unquote, but then turns out and to then it's just not the right person. That's Paolo. Wow. Yeah. Wait, it's which, the same movie. Which Spider-Man was that? The latest Far one that home? came out, Far From Gordo home. is Zendaya. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, let's talk about Gordo for a second. Can that be a pleasure? Oh, I love a short Fucking king named Gordo. My a God. short king. Love it. Love Go him to death. Off. That is my fucking guy. If anybody oh, yeah? even like touches Gordo, I the, oh. the first time he came on screen, I was like, if this doesn't end up, if they don't end up together, I was gonna fight. I was gonna fight. But be, but then like, and then I was I was like, let me check myself because maybe he's doing like the oh I'm a nice guy. I'm a, you know, right. I'm just, I'm just right. hanging around. Blah blah blah. But then he just kept being a cool person the entire right. thing, not expecting anything. He was just like, yeah, I'm just gonna walk, look out for my friend. Let me just block the camera real quick with my poofy hair. And then at the end, he gets a little smooch. And I'm like, there you go, bro. You know, yeah. He's like, oh, thanks. Thanks. Um, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back to the party, though. But I, I appreciate it. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, he very almost much. was like, I didn't want that. No, that. Okay, yeah. cool, I guess. Like, yeah. we're going to make it fucking awkward, Lizzie. But I have to know, L, are you Team Gordo or Team Ethan? Uh, um. Oh. Uh oh. I'm team Gordo, but I will say like when I was a kid, like I never like yeah. had like, uh, I'm like, oh, I want them together. It was never no. like that for me, yeah. for anyone, right? either of them. But um, honestly, like last night I was watching it with my friend and I keep saying that, but she said like, oh, imagine being hopelessly in love with your best friend. I was like, oh, and I was high. So like very <laughs> aware of how was, my body was feeling. And then all of a sudden I felt like a pang and I was like, oh. I was like, what's that? I'm like, oh my god! I think I just got like a pang of empathy. Like that felt, oh, that was really intense. Like, I was like, oh, and then that's. I feel like that's like last night was probably the first time I really felt for Gerd, Gordo. Oh, is basically yeah. it. Yeah. That was my entire high school career. It's I just know. Really big. <laughs> my god, it, it just hurts, dog. It hurts so. Yeah, okay, but so Rick, little- you look at you now, you bitch. You are on a freeform show, and your girlfriend, she's hot as fuck. I know. I'm very aware. <laughs> But like I okay, so I this is this might be like a, a whole like thing, but I have this whole story about um, doing a, doing too many favors for people in high school or, or somebody I liked in high school. <laughs> All of us, mm. yeah. All of us, mm, wow. But like I I I was like doing favors. I was trying to be the the nice person or whatever, and then it got rewarded. I finally got asked to 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 wow. go to homecoming. And I was like, oh, sick. I'm going to go to homecoming. And then oh. um, she was like, no, no, we're not going to homecoming together. I'm going to go with <gasps> this guy that I like. And I was like, oh, fuck. I'm not oh. going to homecoming anymore. No! God damn it. <laughs> but then the dude was like, oh, I'm actually going to go with somebody else to the girl that I like. So oh I was God. like a double backup. <gasps> and you accepted and then it with we open to- arms. <laughs> right. Except we're open. Cause come come on, oh, come dude, on. I was Let's there be with real. you. Yeah. We're, we're both Gordos here. I, from one we're Gordo to Gordos. another, I get it. <laughs> we're both Gordos. I go. We go to we go to homecoming together, and I'm like super excited. We're taking pictures together. I'm like, yeah, this could be like the start of something new or whatever. I go get punched, come back. Oh. She's making out with no! the dude on the no! <laughs> and I'm like, 
like, fuck. I was, it was. Rick, I'm so true, sorry. Like, dude, I watched my prom date make out with someone too. Yeah, there no. is. We are the same fucking person. Right. It's it's just our origin stories. That's oh why we God. get into entertainment. Okay, because we're but, just like, all right, I'm going like, to show you. I'm going to fucking show but, you. Oh, oh my God. God. Okay, relax. I'm funny, and I'm going to find I'm someone who loves funny. me because I'm, ch- I'm yeah. funny. Okay, both funny. of you take a little breather in and out, <laughs> up and down. You're both very successful, very good looking, with very good looking mm-hmm. partners. We support mm-hmm. this now. But as former Gordos, which is hard to say, yeah. uh, did that feel right? Did that kiss feel right to all of you? I d- it didn't feel right. It felt good to me. It felt like enough. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like, like I enough. felt good. That's all I need. It didn't have to be like a, oh, we're in love now thing. It just had to be like, yo, dog, I appreciate you. It was like, yeah. uh, it was like a dap up. But for the mouth, you know, <laughs> like, like just yeah, you don't you dap up someone's mouth. I, I unfortunately have to take the opposite. I, I always kind of found it a little weird. And I feel like it was this this era of the friend zone, like in, in all media. Mm-hmm. And so the writers yeah. were like, well, we have to reward it. And I think that actually mm-hmm. teaches a bad lesson. Like they yep, were homies. They're just yep. friends and we don't need them to always fall in love. Yeah. What I did wish would happen this time, and I don't mean to invalidate Garrick. I know, I, I mean, part of me was like, come on, no. get, come on, Lizzie, get with Gordo. No, please. Um, I wish that he got, I wish that Gordo got with Isabella. I feel like oh, that, that would have been. Oh, that would have been cool. Dude, yeah. Yes. That's, yes. Right? I like, they had a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, Fair she respected him. Yeah. That would have been yeah. perfect. Because he's like, you're clearly mm-hmm. in love with Lizzie, but you don't know it yet. And now you get, like, your hot Italian girlfriend uh-huh. who, like, you know. is intense but respects you. You could be a superstar, Gordo. Yeah. But you know why yes, they couldn't I do agree. that? Why? Because she couldn't keep up that Italian accent for that long. So <laughs> he was like, we need to do it. Can Rick, I just switch back to American? We're not in the guilds yet. Let's keep living in Pleasureville. So I, like, I like Pleasure. I had to bring it up. We can go back and forth. Let's let's introduce the first guilt. Uh, Hillary Duff's Italian accent is that just is wonderful. Oh, it was it switching is from... Just absolutely to like Greek, Russian, to Russian. Uh-huh. It was. It was. Where uh, that, that? But that's. Shit. I mean, that's the only thing I have on the movie is that she's a young person <laughs> yeah. trying to do an Italian accent, and I'm just yeah. like, yeah, whatever, go for it. It's like you talk about budget. Did they not have a voice coach or an accent? I think coach? they probably did. They oh, did. Well, that makes and it they worse. Were probably not. <laughs> yeah, the best. they paid someone yeah. twenty thousand dollars to fucking right. do that, and now that's on that because, lady's resume. Oh, yeah. yes, I did the Lizzie McGuire Italian accent. Right. <laughs> she's black. Sing to me, Hollywood. Every yeah, everybody's Italian accent was was pretty like spotty. Yeah. So yeah, whoever yeah. was doing dialect on that was. Even Paolo, I don't like. I don't know if he's actually Italian. I don't know right. if he's a real person. That was pretty bad. Uh, I I have to say though that the fact that Lizzie and Isabella are twins, but have such different singing voices, really, <laughs> mm-hmm. really kind of bumped me. Like mm-hmm. accents, I can get it. They're growing up in different parts of the world, but singing voices, how'd that happen? Well, why don't we uh, talk about what really to me is the anchor of this entire movie, the climax. Uh, mm-hmm. L, set the stage for me, okay? So Gordo comes with Isabella 
and grabs Lizzie and is like, hey, he's setting you up. He wants to embarrass Isabella on stage and embarrass you. Um, this is all set up. He's not really in love with you. Um, Lizzie has the has the shoes. She's like, is it is this Italian boy that I f- fell in love with um, in the right or is it my best friend? She gets dragged into her dressing room and Isabella's like, don't worry, I have this covered. Just go on stage and do what you rehearse. Very trusting. So the, it's chaos. They go on stage Paolo starts singing and right before uh, Lizzie starts singing Isabella switches mics and she starts singing and Paolo's like whoa wait my plan's not going my master evil plan has been foiled Um, and he's like what's going on and and this is literally my favorite part of the movie when Isabella walks on stage and Paolo sees her he's like oh Oh I'm no! Done. And then the mic switch, and um, Paolo's mic gets turned off, and then you hear his terrible singing. Um, and um, <laughs> I'm so bad at explaining things. No, the thing is, she then like kills him, knocks him out. This is like the knockout line, my favorite line in the whole film. And she says, "Sing to me, Paolo." And Paolo oh. belts one last time. Ru- uh, terrible awful gets booed off stage and then uh they do uh this grand performance together isabella and lizzie uh what dreams are made of probably the most iconic disney song of all time um yes sing to me paolo one of the iciest lines Mm -hmm. in any movie i've ever seen Mm. the fucking venom dripping off her tongue that's what the power of when two women who have been scorned mm-hmm. by the same man coming mm-hmm. together can do. They got yes. an entire stan audience to boo off the most famous yeah, male yeah. Italian singer <laughs> off of his yeah. own stage. Like that is the power of two Lizzie McGuire's, honey. And I fucking fully believed it. When I truly say I didn't remember that plot twist and then I didn't remember how they like solved it and outed it, I was sitting here like <laughs> and, I was around and there was no one here except for my foster dog and he's asleep and he can't talk so it wasn't as joyful to to retell it but i think you did a wonderful job al that was it was oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was, final that dance performance I, like it's a guilt but to me it's an absolute pleasure has some of the most delightfully lazy choreography oh you my will God. Say. it is just shoulder acting especially the hey now hey now moment it's just shoulder in shoulder in like yeah. that's it. The sh- Hillary yeah. Duff can't do anything more than that, and you know what? She doesn't have to. She doesn't need. No, to, and honestly, you know? what's better is like when you watch it. I've watched it a lot of times. You yeah. start to notice when the body doubles in, and she's the body doubles in a lot more than Hillary <laughs> Duff is. Honestly, oh my god. Wow. That's probably Wait. why Lizzie McGuire didn't take off. Like Hillary Duff herself didn't take off as a massive pop six disney mm-hmm. success because she can't she's not the triple threat she can't fucking no. dance not in those platform mm. sandals no no, no. <laughs> yeah. wow and the fact that she also learned how to dance and the song within like 24 hours <laughs> in the in the story i thought was pretty yeah. unbelievable it just goes to show the power of how talented lizzie mcguire is that she can yeah. then sing mm-hmm. in front of a coliseum versus 50,000 people which can you put a performance on in the fucking coliseum in that bitch mm-hmm. ancient and old and like a relic and protected <laughs> i don't think you can uh, just do that I don't think so either, but they did film Jumper inside of the Coliseum, so I'm but sure. But that was can. the real Coliseum. 
I think they probably green screened it in. They probably were also like, what can we teach teenage children about Europe and Rome? Well, let's just put it mm-hmm. in the Colosseum. Put it in the Colosseum. Big point of interest for everybody. Again, yeah. when you're a white child, Europe is, you, uh, welcomes yeah, you with open arms. The world arms. is your fucking oyster. <laughs> Jesus That's Christ. what I've learned. It's so um, funny, speak- too. So, like, you talk about, like, the body double. In a, in a movie, a climax about lip syncing, she doesn't sing over half of that song. It is yeah. someone else singing as Hillary Duff, and it is yeah. so unbelievably apparent to me as an as an mm-hmm. adult watching it back. I, my jaw yeah. was to the ground. Well, mm-hmm. I thought of it as like the Disney way of having two actors where one sings and then the other one acts. So, like in cartoons, mm-hmm. I mean, um, with like Mulan, like that was. Who, no, but I, I don't mean Isabella is singing for her. I mean when yeah. when Hillary Duff takes over. No, I know, I know okay, what you okay, mean. Okay. There are when they're when they're casting like cartoons, they always have the singing actress and then the oh. actor, the voice actor. Um, yeah. So it just like feels Lion like King. a very Disney thing to do. Lion King, Mulan. I just looked at my guilt list to like find one so that while you guys were talking, I could come up with another one. I didn't have any more. That was it. Yeah, it was that's Lizzie's it. accent. Mm-hmm. And that it was directed by a man, which like who, who <laughs> cares? I that's, forgot that this like... was made in nineteen whatever ninety nine. But one of the things that I have highlighted and circled twice is a spaghetti sandwich because Ethan Kraft is the only other person yeah. in the fucking world that I have heard talk about a spaghetti sandwich besides myself. And when I tried okay. to tell my friends about it, they called me trailer trash, which is half true. I did grow up in Florida, but have you, you guys have had spaghetti sandwiches, right? Like with leftover no, spaghetti. No. It sounds incredible. I'm I just, you just eat the you. spaghetti. What? You elitist motherfucker. Why put it between okay. bread? Just Imagine this. It. Olive Garden. What's your favorite part about Olive Garden? The bread sticks. sticks. Jesus. Or not, not going. <laughs> yeah, not going. I was going to say the family, but I didn't want to be a fucking uh, a, a corporate, corporate slave. <laughs> Imagine like breadsticks with this. It's all in one bite. Okay, whatever. I'm going to get off this point because clearly I'm talking to a bunch of fucking food snobs <laughs> over here with no taste. But yeah. my second highlighted encircled moment is when after... Hillary Duff as Lizzie McGuire as Isabella is getting uh trying on different outfits for the award show that she now has to take the place of Isabella in. Um, yeah. The outfits are just wow, incredible moment. But after she decides to tell the designer off that she's no longer going to wear her outfits, she comes out of the studio and does a cartwheel. <laughs> 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 I have never seen that before. I have never seen someone be so excited that they do a cartwheel. I've seen people do a cartwheel because they're running down a hill. I've seen yeah. cheerleading movies. I yeah. have never. Whose idea was that? She just. I'm excited. I'm going to do a cartwheel. That was so insane. glad you brought this up. I think that must have been a Hillary Duff uh, thing because <laughs> she, I like watch her. Like no, because she's really into gymnastics or like something uh, like that. That talent so, She threw that in, and you think the director yeah, was she like, definitely threw she it in. Is definitely keep that taken. She fucking that was her. <laughs> yeah. That was her she, shining she, through. That it. was. I just think That's, that we don't ugh. implement enough cartwheels into our. I'd like to bring back cartwheels. If that really like showed her age for sure. Hillary Duff, not yeah, sixteen. But like, where you're just like, you're you're you're. Some casting director is asking her, "Well, Lizzie, what? I mean, well, <laughs> Hillary, what can you do?" It's just like, She's oh, I, I don't Cartwheel? know. I can sing. 
I can do a cartwheel. <laughs> and then yeah. she just does it in the like, She's like, I can like, do a right cartwheel. Right you want to watch? And he's like, it's like, oh, okay. I guess we'll, we'll put that in the movie. Um, yeah. It sure. was very yeah. cute. I, I enjoyed yeah, it. it. I just, I, I, I really do think we need to do more of those. Yeah, well, I'm We're down to start putting cartwheels in every video I do, just like in yeah. between yeah. scenes. I think that's <laughs> a great eggs. transition. You you Easter mentioned eggs. the uh, the fashion scene, and I think everyone listening uh. would would boo us if we did not touch mm-hmm. on it. It is mm-hmm. like I know it's such a tried and true trope the the tr- the fashion Montage. runway scene, yeah. but this one nails it. Like yes. this movie, it just crushes the the silly outfits and yeah. like she wears this green victorian dress and my favorite is the inflatable snow yep. globe look yep. like mm-hmm. i want to find that i want to dre- go as that for halloween if anyone Ooh. out there listening can make that happen you uh, guys, we could all go as different costume? yes everybody I, I call this on in? the Christmas lights. One. I'm in for sure. <laughs> okay, so we'll do a, a four-person couple's costume. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> Just the most random mixture of people. Like, are you guys even friends? Not really. What is that? Is that a? Is that a, we have couple throuple? Is this fourple? I guess we're like we're we four-pool. all fuck each other and half of us are gay. <laughs> And none of us enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Wow. But you're right. Like it's cartwheel so. It's room. so. <laughs> we're just doing cartwheels in our fucking Lizzie McGuire outfits. Yeah. It, it's so true though that like it, it was really making fun of like haute couture fashion. Like they had right. styrofoams dripping off of a a newspaper they had literal like christmas lights in a roll like you know some fucking crafty guy was just like i don't know here's some fucking lights do you want to try this on her like it was so goofy so wish okay. fulfillmenty oh rick I, you're rubbing your hands I, that always makes yeah me no, no no i just realized what this would be if she was an adult oh. um and it's emily in paris and that's why it wouldn't uh, work if it was like an older person because yep, it's just like yeah. why are you like you're fucking 30 go get a life what are you doing you're weird you know did you watch emily in paris rick i watched the whole thing because we were supposed to do it for an episode (laughs) we were supposed to do it for an episode and we never did but i watched the whole thing and i was just like screaming at it the entire time there have been more plot twists in this episode with garrick's opinions because there are no guilts there are no guilts in this movie I will go to the guilt of something else, <laughs> which is Emily in Paris. It's fucking terrible. Anyway. Have you guys ever played sick and snuck out in your life? Pulled no. a Ferris Bueller. Oh, you and you before. love Ferris Bueller too, Al. So this really just takes like all oh, yeah. of your favorite things. Just yep. right in. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, John Hughes, man. Because I feel like that plot line where she played sick in Paris for like two, excuse me, Rome. I keep calling this French. We're definitely in Italy. Uh, they're <laughs> the same place to me in my head. Pasta, champagne, <laughs> hills. Uh, it, the fact that she was just sick every day for a two week vacation in Rome in uh, your middle school. I didn't even know, realize that it was middle school. But don't you think this trip was like two thousand dollars for oh, yeah. a, a middle class family, and that like lady was just gonna let her lie up in bed for two weeks? Yeah, there's a lot of like plot holes like that though. Like, mm, like my thing schedule. is like, why is why did the why did her family fly all the way to Italy? Thank you. 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't have to do that. I know they yeah. had a two-story house, but damn. They didn't even call. They did not even call to check on her. They didn't have cell phones <laughs> back in 2000. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I apparently not. They're the, going to fucking spend $3,000 on everybody's flight. And the chaperone flight. says that she tried calling them. She's like, I left you four messages. Where... Why weren't you checking your fucking answering machine? Your daughter yeah. has a fever in Rome. Don't you want to yeah. know? This whole thing was just wow. a little messy. Uh-huh. You are right. They didn't even let the parents know that her daughter, that she their daughter did. is horribly no. bedridden. No, Miss Maisel says when they're wa- when <laughs> she's walking Maisel. the family in. I don't know her fucking name. I can't remember. She When she's walking the mom and dad and son into Lizzie's room where it's the pillow underneath. As she's walking in, she goes, I left you four voicemails and Mm -hmm. she's been under my watch the entire time. And then I'm like, you're telling me Miss Ungermeyer called uh the parents, but the Uh parents didn't think to call what? Wow. Yeah. And apparently didn't hear any of the voicemails that she was sick because they could have very easily used that as a plot point to get over to Europe that they believed she was actually sick rather than the little brother missing his sister, which was also a weird kind of throwaway moment. There's uh-huh. also a weird, weird one where Gordo takes the fall for Lizzie. What a homie, yes. the the uh. main bro. But he's like, I'm the one who's been sneaking out. And it's like, what are you talking about? You've been on in every scene with her. You uh-huh. have been like in her face in every scene of this movie. Yes, but hey, I bought it. So Gordo's funny. the homie. And it's like also like she like she was supposed to be Miss Ungermeyer supposed to be going upstairs to check on Lizzie and then him saying that she's like okay I'm not gonna check on Lizzie anymore like <laughs> yeah. it was just like okay yeah. wait I, I don't understand how that worked but <laughs> she seems to be a shitty chaperone but boy was she yeah. fun so we forgave yeah. her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking back through my notes and Miss Ungermeyer's first line of the movie which is absolutely perfect is attention parents shut your pie holes <laughs> yes she's so good they had some good jokes there they had like the parents. Be like can you make sure my kid doesn't eat soy and I was like what year was this that they had this comedy (laughs) oh my god speaking of being ahead of their time I wrote this down there is a it's the moment after she cartwheels of course because we're like riding on a high and the music starts to play and there's a song in the background which lyric says slay baby slay this was Uh 2000 where we were using slay I don't think Slay. I think Slay has gone in and out of the zeitgeist. I don't oh, think. Oh, it's, it's ever just white like, people keep stealing it and bringing it. Oh, <laughs> fuck, okay. No, you know why, Kelsey? Because the uh. the the makeover scene had a cover of RuPaul's supermodel. You mm-hmm. better work. Oh, so right? it was. Ru- but it wasn't RuPaul singing. They got like so, some oh, <laughs> white girl so to sing the cover of it. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Like, drag culture anyway. Disney yeah. was like, we're not putting a drag song in this movie, but we can have someone else sing it and then we'll put RuPaul it in too queer, but the one weird like art teacher that makes Lizzie give the valedictorian speech who's definitely mm-hmm. gay will allow it. Yeah. Um, what I mean, it seems like we're all in unison on board. I really expected to to kind of rag on it a little more, but it's hard. It's you can't. You it's can't. It's hard to. Mm. You, it it does feel like um, s- stealing candy from a baby. Not it being easy, <laughs> but like just d- how rude it would be to take candy from a child. Like you never, no, nobody ever thought about that when writing the idiom. There was just like, oh, it's so easy. I can take candy from a baby. Why are you doing that? You're yeah. a fucking <laughs> psycho. <laughs> Yeah. You know, don't shit on the Lizzie McGuire movie movie because it was just trying to be nice. You know, it was just mm-hmm. trying to be just living its life. It's just trying to be good. I truly want every <sighs> filmmaker and future filmmaker out there to listen mm-hmm. and, and learn from this movie because I think if nothing mm-hmm. else, it shows the power of nailing your climax. Like this movie, mm-hmm. yeah, like 
many yeah. of the scenes you could kind of take or leave, and I they're all delightful. But like she's just riding on a Vespa for forty five yeah. minutes. But if you nail that hey now hey now scene, we are going to be <sighs> raving about it for decades to come. Hey, hey yep. This is what this I don't even remember what I didn't even remember that this is what that was from. That's how iconic it is. It doesn't need like a time and place. It's just right. that good of a song. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. By the way, my number one biggest guilt, and this is just not a guilt with the movie. This is with society. That oh. song's not on Spotify. The only oh, version oh of that God. song is Trisha Paytas's cover of it. Uh, yep. which is, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which Trisha Paytas did a cover? She did well, a whole recreation of the yeah. like. What? Like shot by shot. Like, is it good? What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> what do you uh, think? I've got stuff to do today. <laughs> oh my God. There's, there's a video with 13,000 views. That's her video next to the Lizzie McGuire movie. Oh, frame fantastic. by frame. So this is the part of the show where normally I will jump into a bunch of fun facts about the movie. There really aren't any. I've got one, and I'm kind of wondering and hoping, like, maybe you know something, maybe you can save me. But this is a little fun. Uh, Isabella, her singing was sung by Hillary's older sister. Haley Duff. What? Iconic. What is Haley up to? (laughs) Anyone follow her on Instagram or anything? What's she doing, girl? Does Haley have hits? She did with Hillary. They had a couple songs together that actually like were pretty good, and they like played in like the Cinderella story movie. <gasps> she's in. Oh, you mean um, one of my favorite movies of all time? Love, mm, so good. That that was one that I probably watched as many times as you've watched Lizzie McGuire because mm. that was me in high school. I was, I mean, like literally nothing about me was like her in the movie. I just felt like I should be like that, and that I yeah. was. <laughs> trying to get the like prom dress with converse okay this is not that movie but you'll have to come back to do that one what is Haley duff up to there's like a bunch of uh famous disney siblings who also like there's um so you have Haley duff and then you have ashley simpson uh sister of jessica simpson i know she wasn't really right. disney but yes. i want to have them i want to do like a bracket where we put all of their songs go against each other Ooh, <laughs> yes Every episode we like to tell people, is this movie a pleasure, a guilty pleasure, or just a guilt? This is kind of your your time, your your final word. Why is this movie great or not? Should people watch it? Elle, would you like to do the honors? Okay. Well, I'm gonna say I was gonna say guilty pleasure, but honestly, I because I was <laughs> I was thinking Garrick was not gonna like this film. But the yeah, fact that Garrick likes this film, that means it is a pleasure. I think <laughs> yeah. it is a great film. I think it's a easy watch, it'll make you feel good. Yeah. And it's just like it's just like a feel-good movie. Like there's no if you wanna end your night, have good dreams, um <laughs> and on a edibles. positive no. Yeah, exactly. Relax with your friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you want Elle's youtube channel just take pure inspiration from this movie apparently that's the secret to uh-huh. her success yeah that's yep. all <laughs> no as i said in the beginning of this episode i'm going to agree with everything the genius artur <laughs> l mills filmmaker says and i have to agree this is an absolute fucking pleasure i and dare i say maybe the first time we 
all agree? I don't know. Who's going next? Fast and Furious. Yeah, I mean, look, look, like, technically speaking, yes, it's obviously a guilty pleasure. There are some, like, Ugh. we didn't talk mm. about, like, Paolo's, like, choppy slow-mo when he's revealed. I also still don't know yeah. to this day if he's hot or not, whatever. He's not. Uh, whatever. Like, but just by the definition of the word pleasure, yeah, this movie's pure joy. And if... It is, it is always there to make you smile. It is not trying to hurt you. So I, I have to bow my head down and agree with the group here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. No, for sure. For sure. Just straight up pleasure. Because you wow. watch yeah, you watch it and you just feel good. Like Elle was saying, it it doesn't ask anything of you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and not mm-hmm. and I don't mean that in a condescending way. No, at all. I totally it's get just it. Like, yes. Yo, just watch it. Just shut the fuck up. Watch the movie. <laughs> what, what are you doing? It's a sitcom. Watch it. Shut up. Stop trying to be it's it's again, mm. it's the 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 burger of movies where it's just like it doesn't have to be so <laughs> yes, crazy. It's always good. You don't have to be like Oh, look at this shot. Look at how subtle these characters are. Oh, my God. Like, no, no, it doesn't have. It's the other end of the spectrum of Mm. Oscar winning films where it's just like, no, this doesn't have to be crazy. Give the candy back to to the baby. Right. Yeah. Give the candy candy back to the baby. We are baby. We want candy. (laughs) Give me candy. (laughs) Give me candy. Elle, it was such a pleasure to have you. Please tell us about your show. Yes. Well, thank you for having me. Um, I'm launching a podcast called Crazy Stupid Fangirls. Uh, so I'll be talking just as passionately about other things like the Liz McGuire <laughs> yeah. movie, um, having some fun guests on and just like fangirling out every week. So uh, it should be a fun us? time. Uh, all of us? We're, we're coming. Ooh. Yes, Ooh. absolutely. Ooh. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we're we talking about the real story. guilty. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, <laughs> I got the director. I got the director's cut on DVD. We need that out. I'll buy a DVD player so I can watch the director's cut on DVD. So be sure to check that out everywhere mm-hmm. podcasts are available. Where else can people find you? You can find me on YouTube.com/slash/LTheMills. Um, on Twitter, I'm at MillsL, and on Instagram, I'm L.Mills. And then, uh, which of it. the three of us is your f- favorite best friend? <laughs> I think I think Kelsey might ah! take the cake. I'm getting out of here. Oh God. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. It's, that, it's that same Cinderella story. Like we yeah. just get each other. If you're a Hillary, you could have said fan. Garrick. He was right there. Garrick it, was right there. <laughs> Garrick's <laughs> that's the perfect way that to end so on Garrett. Oh, okay, Kelsey, coming. where can people find you if they want to also oh, be your best friend? Fuck you know it. that you can follow me at Kelsey Dare on all the things. Go to justicefirstray.com. And then I have a new plug. I have a new oh. plug. Is um this is our foster dog Pogo, and he's available for adoption. Pogo, come here. Go say hi. Pogo's terrible he's, at podcasts. He's, he's never he <laughs> just never speaks. And he's available for adoption at Wags and Walks. So follow them on Instagram because they're they're good and you can get a dog. Awesome. Garrick? Oh, just at Garrick Bernard on Instagram. Don't follow my Twitter. It's it's not good. I don't tweet. He used to be good. He used to be good at Twitter. But <laughs> oh, yeah. Watch Solar Opposites on Hulu. Garrick wrote for it. Uh, I'm at yeah. Cornelia on all platforms. Please rate the show. Tell your friends about it. It helps people find it. Uh... Until next time, Elle, thank you so much for joining. Bye, Elle. Thank Bye. you. Thank you. Thanks, thank you. Elle. Until next time, this is what dreams are oh made, made of. Join us next week for a very special episode. Guys, there is a chance 
that our favorite person in the universe is going to be on this show. I don't want to jinx it. It's going to be a good one.